0: Afternoon. Which I know is a walkthrough, but what can you tell us about some of the guys that you know might be iffy this week? With Carlton or Jamel, okay.
1: Uh, Jamel may be iffy. Got to see how he's feeling at the end of the week. Carlton says he's feeling better. Until I see him run, I'll decline to comment on it. But, but both both in play right now for Sunday. Right now, everybody's in play. How about Elijah
0: Kansas? How is he progressing?
1: He's come along good be able to, to come back? back I'll up. see when, towards the week. I don't know that for sure.
0: Mike Evans is up to a blazing start for you guys in terms of catches, yards, touchdowns, especially. Chris Godwin, though, has, uh, you know, for a guy that's making $20 million a year, his production, he's made some big catches for you. It's not like he's not doing anything after, but in terms of the, the amount of, of targets he's getting and the catches, is that, does that surprise you a little bit that it's been so lopsided in terms of the production so far
1: between these two guys? No, it's early in the year. It, it evens out eventually. You know, we got guys that we go to, they double on Chris, we throw to Mike. They are doubling Mike, we throw to Chris. They are doubling both, we got to throw to somebody else. It's three games in, and we don't worry about that right now. Chris is going to get his place. Uh, Michael Thomas is a noted butt killer in years past, as you well know, uh, watching him on
0: film. Uh, he's trying to make a comeback, uh, does he look the same? Is, is he on his, way, uh, on his way back to being uh,
1: elite? He looks back to me. I mean, he's healthy, he's catching great balls, he's running routes, he's already big and strong, but he's a smart player as well. So anytime he's out on the field, he's gonna give somebody problems and he's getting back to his old self.
0: It looking like Carr's gonna be out this week, so Jameis, once again, uh, just your kind of thoughts about preparing for him?
1: It would have been the same preparing for Carr. The offense is the offense. You know, we, we worry about Kamara coming back as well. you got to worry about Taysom. they got three good receivers, and they got a couple good tight ends. So we got to worry about everybody. So we're not concentrating on Jameis, per se. We're just working at the team.
0: Last year's game in New Orleans uh, obviously ends up being a 10-point lead for you. But I mean, that's a, a 3-0 game at the half. It's 3-3 late in the third quarter. What, what do you remember most about
1: that game that, that has bearing on what you'll do Sunday?
0: Well, the biggest thing was the turnovers you know that that's
1: that's what kind of decides games like that it was a tough game both times you know they got ahead it was a tie game in the second game and we got came back and won it uh, we got some turnovers in the first one when they win the turnover battle they usually win the ball game when we win the turnover battle usually we come out on top so you know that that'll be something to watch. I know Mike
0: had some plays that he wished he could have had back in that game on on Monday night but just the first three games he's been, you know, for the most part, really dependable for you. I know he had the drops, but um, just what can you say about, you know, especially when you have an offense that's still kind of finding its way, um, new quarterback, to be able to have a guy that's been as dependable as Mike has been? I mean, he's a great
1: receiver. It doesn't matter the scheme, the offense, the coordinator, or the people. He's going to do what he always does. Mike's a competitor. He loves to play the game. He's a very smart player. He's a very tough player. And he performs well. And it shows in his practice ability. What
0: on that, that one drive where you guys were able to get that touchdown with Dave Mike, where he had those two big catches leading up to it and then was able to score that touchdown. Just what was working so well for, for him and Baker
1: and, and how you replicate something like that. We just were able to execute, you know, which was inconsistent the whole game. We know that. we got to be better all the way around. But we are able to execute and get a drive going, and they made some plays.
0: Todd, every year Mike says he's not going to do anything to hurt his team. And every year it seems like Marshawn Lattimore gets under his skin and something happens. He's been suspended before, he's been fined. What do, you, what do you say, you know, that's a great battle, right? It depends on how the referees manage it, but how do you keep a guy, you know, within you know, the boundaries of, of you know, not hurting his
1: team? One so. time you got two great players and they want to compete, both want to win. Both, you know, as long as they play within the whistle, that's fine. We don't want to hurt our team, and I'm sure they don't want to hurt their team. So it's going to be a competitive ball game, just keeping in between the whistles.
0: You had Vita Vea and Tristan WorkSquad for the coin toss. Are you guys any closer to naming captains for the rest of the year?
1: Not at this time. We switch up every
0: time. Saints are getting Alvin Kamara back this week. With, uh, does he, I mean, obviously, you've seen a lot of him. How tough is it to keep that guy corralled?
1: he's tough he's one of the toughest backs in the league he can run it and he can catch it he can slash he can play receiver he can do a lot of things he can run up the middle he can run outside so it's going to be a chore because you know he's the most athletic of all the running backs they had so he he presents a problem
0: coach you know it's going to be loud in there does it give you some extra confidence just knowing how well your team performed in a hostile environment in week one
1: well, this won't be our first rodeo down in that stadium. You know they have great fans and they have a great atmosphere to play ball in, so it gets everybody excited. So we'll be ready to play. Ty, so
0: you got the youngest tight end room in the league. Have you gotten enough production from that, either in the passing game or the run blocking game, to where you're satisfied with
1: them? Week three, you're not going to be satisfied with anything. It's a work in progress right now. I trust those guys. Those guys, for the most part, played in games last year. Obviously, other than Wells, but those guys do a good job of what they do, and as the season unfolds, their productivity will go up.
0: Your thoughts on just how your team was able to kind of improve, uh
1: coming off their first loss of the season? 24-hour rule, we get ready for the next one. You know, the good thing about losing Monday, you turn right back around and get back to work and get ready for the next game. You don't have time to think about it. Todd, how, how difficult is it for you and Dave to – on the day after you go over the tape and, and... You're trying to remain committed to balance and, and the running game, and
0: and then you don't get rewarded for it. So how difficult is that to, to maintain uh, over a long period of time?
1: Well, As coordinators, you always look and see what you can do better first as coaches. And then we try to look and see if the scheme was working, if we need to tweak or do certain things. Again, it's Dave's first time calling it, too, after three games. He's not going to be Mike Martz, you know. He's going to be good in his own way, but don't expect him to come out here and have, you know, the greatest show on turf. He's a good coordinator. He's very smart. He understands where his help is. They're going to get better every week, and we go on with that. Is there value uh, in, in running the ball 20, 25 times even if- even if you're not getting the, the yards per carry that you want, as long value. as as long as it's not a blowout, yes, it is value in it. You know, if you get behind, you got to throw the ball, obviously. But the value in the carries takes time off the clock. It gives the defense a rest. Hopefully, it wears the other team down some to where you can do some play action things and like necessary like that. It doesn't necessarily go in the big runs. It's almost like the time of possession. The wear down process and the heat in Tampa, giving the defense a rest, it's all inclusive. You know, you want to be better in the run game, you want to break some runs. It's week three, you win a game any way possible. Right now, if we can win the game throwing the football, I'll take it. If we can win the game running the football, I'll take it. How
0: would you assess your run blocking for the first three games of the season?
1: Still work in progress, You know? work in progress. You can't say it's up and down. We, First game was tough sledding. They had extra guys up there. The Second game, we got going a little bit. Third game, we faced a tough D-line. It's going to be like that every week. You got to take what they give you. We got to tweak some things. We got to scheme some things. It's players and coaches together, working together to get it right.
0: How pivotal do you see this matchup? Obviously, you're going into the bye week after this, and it's you know obviously division rivalry that uh, two of the teams that have won the, the title over the last six years. I mean, is this a critical game, given the fact that you're probably not going to see NFC South teams
1: until later in the year? It's a critical game because it's the next game. You know, we're just coming off a loss. You don't want to go with two losses in a row, especially into a bye. Whether it was the Saints or anybody else, it would be a critical game for us.
0: How you get brought some bedroom corners in to work out this morning. Do you know if you expect to make a signing there or if you, you move forward with what you have?
1: We're looking at it, you know, as a walkthrough today. So it's hard to tell right now. We got to check the progress throughout the course of the week and if it doesn't look good, we may sign one.
0: Coach, do you expect full availability for Devin White this upcoming weekend after going
1: injury? We'll see how the week goes. Again, I can't comment on his injury until I see him actually running. A couple more. In. Just some good things. He has some things to work on. He made a great play. I know he's a ball hawk. He's dependable. He's reliable because he's a jack of all trades and can do a lot of things for us. And we throw him into some tight spots and he delivers.
0: I know you're the defensive play caller on game days as well as the head coach, but. You stand next to to Dave Canales. How much interaction do you have with him during the games? I know you let him be autonomous and do his thing and call the plays. But what type of interactions do you have in-game? Are you talking about, you know, hey, we want to run the ball here? Or you make
1: suggestions? or? Oh, he's the offensive coordinator. I'm not an offensive coordinator, guys. I'm not going to sit there and be big brother over Dave and be an offensive coordinator. That's not my, That's not who I am, that's not what I do. I'd be crazy if I sat up here and told you I was. Do I know offenses? Yeah. Do I know defenses and how they defend? Yes, but you let the guys do their thing and coach football. We all get paid to do a job. Dave is very good at his job. I trust him completely. And we let them go. If we need to talk about timeouts and going for it on fourth down and things like that, we talk about it. But I'm not going to sit there and say, run, pass, pass, run, run. And that, it's not football. We let them coach, and we let those guys work together, and they get it done. Good. Okay. Thank you, Coach. Yep.